Welcome to the Portionality Podcast, a curiously sermonic podcast playground for adulting over 30. Because let's keep it real, life will keep lifing with swift transitions, but together we can honor the moments we are in and keep on living. I am your host, Portia Williams-Gates. Join me every Wednesday as we grow and live together. Welcome back to the Portionality Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. If you have not done so, y'all know what time it is. Make sure you go over to however you are listening, whatever player you're listening to, and make sure you comment, rate, and subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you are commenting, rating, and subscribing to this podcast. It is greatly appreciated every single time you do it. I am always um, just so thankful every time you rate, comment, and subscribe. All right. Um, If you ever want to get in contact with me in touch with me, you can um, literally email me at Portia at Portionality.com. That is Portia at Portionality.com. I love to hear from you all and hear about the kind of subjects and topics and whatnot that you want to hear. All right. So let's get into it. So last week's episode, a previous episode that I recorded for the podcast was about how I let my dreams die. And I was telling the story about uh, resurrection and resurrecting my dreams. Um, and some would say, you know, outside looking in, someone could could literally say like, oh, did you fail? Now, let me just get to the nitty gritty, right? I don't necessarily look at my dreams dying as a failure. And let me tell you why. I believe in the gospel according to Oprah, where she says that failure is life trying to get you to look and turn into a different direction, right? Life is trying to steer you into another direction. And so for me, when failure happens, when things don't work out the way that I expect it to, I look at that as an opportunity for me to say, what other ways is life trying to get me to notice something else, right? Okay, this didn't work out the way that I had hoped. What else is there, right? So when I was building out Portionality Media and starting this podcast company, I had so many ideas. I had so many different thoughts around it. And honestly, I had to learn how to be the scientist as my coach. Uh, Shout out to Jeanette Lewis of Inner Sun Alchemy. She told me to be the scientist, right? And I had to give myself an opportunity to play, to explore. Um, And when I jumped into Portionality Media, I actually started doing the services based on what people were asking me, right? I didn't actually sit with my soul long enough to say, is this what you, God, are calling me to do? Am I specifically being called to produce other people's podcasts? Now, let me say this. I will say that all of the opportunities that have come, all the opportunities that uh, were presented to me at the time were absolutely necessary. And I do think that they were God ordained. And I do believe that those projects were opportunities for me to grow um, as an entrepreneur and opportunities for me to grow as a producer and for me to grow um, as a coach. And I absolutely um, am very proud of those projects and I'm proud of those podcasts. And I love them and I love um, what some of those shows are doing now even though um, you know I'm no longer producing them and I think it's great right but I had to figure my stuff out which is why when I took the job out of fear I knew that and let me tell you something sidebar God will even use your fears to still bless 
Okay, because I'm not going to sit here and say that even though I took my job out of fear, I will not say that it was a mistake because I do not believe that me taking my job was a mistake. (laughs) Okay, because God definitely used that opportunity to not only bless me and my family and my household. God stretched me. I grew. I learned and I had a wonderful time um, growing as a pastor and growing as a leader. And so I will not say that it was wasted. Okay, let me be very clear about that. And so when things don't work out, that doesn't mean it was wasted. And by saying it doesn't work out, that doesn't mean that it wasn't something fruitful, right? That God won't use the thing that you, the opportunity and the path that you walked, that God won't use that for something, right? And so I have come to understand that nothing we do is ever wasted. Um, No experience has been wasted um, in terms of professional experiences. um, Specifically, nothing has been wasted for me professionally. Um, And so I have grown because of those experiences. And so the reason why I say, you know, for failure is an opportunity to reassess and to grow and to look at uh, the opportunities. What did we learn? It's an opportunity to say, okay, what did I learn from this? What did I gain from this? What, what, what did I gain, right? What did I learn? What can I um, share as a result of my experience, right? There's so much that we can glean. There's so much wisdom. There's so much insight that we can continue to learn from just by having these experiences. So, you know, there's been a lot of buzz and a lot of talk about um, Chloe Bailey's album, quote unquote, being a failure or a flop. And let's just say, for the record, I am a fan of the Chloe Bailey, as I am also a fan of Halle Bailey, because I love Chloe and Halle. Let's just let's let's get it clear, right? First of all, Chloe even having the courage to put out an album in the first place, that makes her a success. Point blank and period. There are people who have spent years and years and years who have never put out a project, who have never put out an album, who have never released their music, right? Who are recording in their basement or in their bedroom or in the garage or wherever have you and have never released a project. So granted, yes, you know, Chloe's under contract with Parkwood to release the music, but let's call a spade a spade. Chloe put out an album. And just because it wasn't what people expected, maybe it was not everyone's cup of tea or what they were expecting out of her, that does not make it a failure. She sold, okay? She sold albums. Okay, maybe it wasn't a million. It was 10,000. So what? Big deal. Anytime you have numbers from a product that you did, that means it's a success. It may not have the metrics that you expect, but trust me, somebody need to go, you know, wrap their love around Chloe because her album is a success. I don't care what anybody says, right? As long as you do the thing, you put it into the world and you stand by what you did and you are proud of your work, you have done a good thing. You have a success story. You have a success story, right? Even, um, what is it? Netflix, right? I like Netflix. And Netflix had the Love is Blind reunion. And yes, it was a bit of a problematic situation that the live was not going at the time that it was supposed to. And there were some technical difficulties. But let's be clear. Netflix is a streaming service, right? They're not known for their live events. But yet Netflix is trying something out 
to test out the waters of this live programming. So, okay, it didn't work out the way that we all had hoped. You know, they did have one special that worked out and this was another opportunity where it didn't go the way that they had hoped. Now, I know people are disappointed, people are upset and they have every right to be because that's your money. Okay, it's your money, you paid for this and you're not getting the service that you requested. However, at the same time, I think we can give Netflix some grace and some space to say that they were trying a thing. And it's hard to fail publicly. It is very hard to fail publicly when everybody is watching, when everyone has an expectation, when everybody is looking for you to do a specific thing, a specific way uh, to please their palate and it doesn't work out the way that they want it to. And there's a lot of criticism. It is hard to be on a platform where people are judging you publicly. It is very, very difficult. So I just want to encourage somebody today to say, if you are doing the thing, if you tried at all, you are already a success. And we forget that this is about progress, not perfection. And I think we run the risk when we're just so focused on the perfection piece. We just really miss so much out on the process and what the process is trying to teach us. So, for instance, when we're in school, right, when the teacher says, hey, show your work, you know, come up to the board and show your work. Um, or when you put an answer on the test and you didn't show how you arrived to the answer. Part of the reason why you show your work is so that you can go back and reflect and look to see if you uh, what the process was. Right. How can you go back and teach someone what you did if you don't show your work, right? People learn by seeing your work. Or if there's a mistake that's made along the way, right? Maybe you came to the wrong answer. How did you get here, right? How did you arrive here? So let's go back and review and see your work. And so there is absolutely nothing wrong with showing your work and understanding that the process and the progress that we make is far more important than the perfection that we could ever do. And so here's just a few things that I just want to leave with you all um, as we're considering um, the conversation around failure, as we're just thinking about our lives and the work that we do um, and how we're continuing to grow. Right. Because this is about growth. We are growing together um, through all of our different you know, things that we're doing. We're growing. So, you know, the first thing, as I just mentioned, was progress, not perfection. The other thing is understanding that experimenting is the key when trying, right? Testing and figuring things out publicly is not easy, but experimenting is the key. Remember that you are experimenting, right? It takes courage to put yourself out there publicly. So pat yourself on the back immediately when you have the courage to put something out. It is not easy to put something out into the world for everyone to witness. So anytime you put yourself on a platform, anytime you put yourself out in the public, give yourself some credit. It takes courage. And if one person bought it, if two people listened, it's already success. I also want you to know it's okay to grieve what didn't work out. Give yourself permission to grieve and, you know, to really mourn what didn't meet your expectations. You know, sometimes we have our future wrapped around this idea of success and life hands us something else and it really does hurt. So really give yourself the space to grieve when things don't work out. I'm making space to grieve 
my previous chapter of life, right? Some things in my professional career, I'm grieving that. I'm making space for that. As I'm making space to explore this new portion of my life as an entrepreneur, as a social entrepreneur, right? I'm figuring some stuff out, but I'm also um, allowing myself to grieve the chapter that, because let me tell you something, I studied for this, right? I went to school, I wrote the papers, I did the examinations, I did all the things. Right. I, I did what I was supposed to do for what I thought would be my call into pastoral ministry. Right. I did what I was supposed to do. And then to turn around and God be like, yeah, but there's also this thing. <laughs> and it, it's weird. Right. And it's wild. And sometimes we got to allow ourselves the space to grieve that. It's just like, wow, like what was I doing it all for? But God will continue to show you what it was for um, because it was not for naught. And it's it was a foundation for something. Right. Because um, I would not be here helping you um, and coaching you and sharing the story of my life if it wasn't for nothing. Right. You know what I mean? So like it means something. So allow yourself permission uh, to grieve what you wanted and what didn't work out. Right. Just give yourself that space. Also. You know, ask yourself, is it worth trying again? Take the experience and see what you learned from the process and just see, like, can you start again? Should you table the idea? Can it be refined, right? What's worth saving? What's worth reimagining? What's worth re-innovating, right? Thinking about um, the, the, the leftover pieces of what you built, you know, you can tear it down, but also like look at it, like what, what's still useful, right? Up, ups, what do you call it? Upcycle, you know, upcycle, you know, or recycle the things that you have, right? You don't have to discard everything from that thing. Just because it didn't work out doesn't mean that the pieces are not still valuable to be rearranged for a new picture. You know, we can literally rearrange the puzzle pieces for a different picture. And you thought it was supposed to be this portrait, but maybe it's an abstract painting of something else, right? Maybe it's avant-garde. Maybe it's something that we've never seen before, right? Maybe it's something cool and innovative. We have to give ourselves the space to redefine what success looks like and redefine what failure looks like. We have to be able to just rediscover what these pieces can be because these pieces mean something, right? What can you do um, with the building blocks, can you take the bricks of an old house and make something else? Can you do something else with what you have, right? Can you take the scrap metal and rebuild, you know, especially if you have a blueprint? Can you just reconfigure the drawings, maybe move some stuff around and say, oh, maybe we should try putting it over here. And maybe we should put this over there. Uh, you know, just give yourself the opportunity to try and to experiment and to see and just see what comes up. And that takes some diligence that takes some courage and that also really takes some hope and some faith and I want to encourage you to just allow yourself to say how can these pieces come back together for something else I also want you to try to incorporate an element of play and joy and redoing it for the fun of it right loosen up the expectations the deep heavy breath that I have to take on that because the the perfection monster, the lie of perfection would have us not enjoying the process. It would have us not having any play involved. And that's when we don't have play, we start to lose peace. 
When we're not playing, we are losing peace and everything needs to come back to peace. I, I Listen, okay, you better ask somebody. Everything needs to come back to peace. Your peace <laughs> that surpasses all understanding, okay, must always be intact. Therefore, if there is no play, if there is no joy, if you're not doing it for the fun of it, if it is not bringing you joy, if it does not excite you when you put your feet down in the morning, if it is not something that gets you giddy and makes you want to call everybody you know to talk about it, you might need to reevaluate what you're doing because it should have some joy. So when you start again, have some joy and play, play, loosen the expectations. Okay, try it out. That's what I'm learning for myself. Let me tell you, I tried them and I know them. Okay. <laughs> and I am rediscovering my life as an entrepreneur with an element of play. I was so serious and uptight. Even when I was in ministry, right? Well, I'm still in ministry. It's in ministry in a different context, right? Social entrepreneurship is still ministry. Hello, somebody. Um, okay, thank you for the language, FTE. Okay, I'm I'm so serious, right? I think about how I was so serious and uptight and just so hell bent on doing it one way that I did not give myself enough space to be an explorer. I did not give myself enough space to be curious. I didn't give myself enough space to make mistakes, to learn, to try, to dream, to just be. Okay, let me tell you something. I love y'all a whole lot. And, you know, I, I got to keep it real. We come into these careers. We come into these ideas and these projects that God gives us. And we answer the call and we get so serious and wrapped up in it about how someone else did it or what someone expectation was for it, about what everybody else says, how it's supposed to be done, that we not making space for the Holy Spirit. We're not making space for God to speak and God to move. We're not making space for that. And perfection is is the lie and perfection would have us out here believing that it can only be done one way rather than tapping into our divine imaginations to rediscover our purpose. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to tell somebody at the core of your foundation, you have got to get rid of the perfection monster, right? Because it is holding and tripping people up. Now, I'm not saying that decency and order ain't still right because it is. Okay, decency and order is still right. I still believe in guidelines. I still believe um, in templates, but I believe that templates are there to be just that a template. You have to put your own spin on it. You have to put your own touch on it. You know, you have a starting point, but at some point it has to become your own. You have to embody that thing. And so when you start again, when you re-examine failure and you start to see it as an opportunity, right? It didn't work out, but now you have an opportunity to do it again, to try again, to build again, to start again. When you just get back to not being so serious, but having play, play is about embracing your inner child. Play is about having fun. And if you can't do that, why are you doing it? Which brings me to my next point. 
the core of your foundation, return to the why. Why did you start this? What was the purpose? Why? Why? What is your why? Why did you start? Why did it matter? Why did it matter to you for you to start something? Go back to your why. Why did you start? Why? We don't ask ourselves enough why. And we don't sit long enough to wait for the answer of why to come to us. We need to have patience. That's another thing. Have patience. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with the process. When you rebuild, it's not going to happen overnight. When you try again, it's not going to happen overnight. But do it anyhow. Like just try to have some patience and sit long enough to remember why you started. Go back to your why. If you don't have a why as to why you tried that thing in the first place, baby, why were you doing it? Okay. Like, just go ahead and put it in the discard pile. Like there, there's no reason because there needs to be a why. Like, why did it matter? So with failure, relook at the thing that you did that didn't work out and ask yourself why. And then redefine what the success will look like when you try again because honestly making the attempt is half the battle half the battle is in the attempt the fact that you tried like that's why I don't believe in failure in the way that everyone else's relationship is to failure like I just believe that failure is just an opportunity to affirm that I made an attempt right I'm not so caught up on the result or the product or you know what I'm presenting to people, which is why I allow myself to just record this podcast, right? Because the attempt is half the battle, right? The hardest part is getting to the mic. <laughs> the hardest part is pressing record. The hardest part is just putting it out to the world. And what happens after I press submit to Spreaker is no longer on me. That is between God and what God wanna do with it. But I give my best and I show up in this moment because attempting is half the battle. Maybe it may not land, you know, the way that I intended to every single time, but my God today, I am so grateful to be here. And my attempt is half the battle. Your attempt is half the battle. Rest in the wisdom that you tried the thing. Okay, Angela Bassett did the thing and so did you. You did the thing. Whatever the thing is, you did the thing. Give yourself a congratulations, give yourself that pat on the back, give yourself that encouragement that you tried and maybe it didn't happen the way that you thought it would or that you had dreamed and envisioned. That's okay. As long as you have breath in your body, you can try again. So try again. You know, at first you don't succeed. Dust yourself off and try again. You can dust it off and try again. Try again, again, again. If you don't want to throw it all away, you know, you you know that song. That's one of my favorite jams (laughs) from when I was growing up. Like, but no, really, like at first you don't succeed. Dust yourself off and try again. And it's in the again that there is a blessing. So, um, yeah, that's what I have for y'all. It's been a great show. Um, As always, make sure you rate, comment and subscribe to this podcast and share it. If there is somebody, you know, who needs to hear this, share it. Sharing is caring. Um, And you believe it or not, most podcasts are discovered by word of mouth. 
according to Pew Research. So go ahead and share this podcast with someone, um, you know, have a discussion group about it, you know, contact me about it, all of the things I love to talk about the podcast. So yeah, go ahead and share this. Follow me on social media at Personality Media. That's where I be, all of the things, all of the things. And I look forward to talking to you all next time. Take good care. Blessings. Thank you.